You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. You've now tuned in to the Drawing Board Podcast, a powerful, thought-provoking discussion where we talk about family, relationships, ministry, community, and career. Let's see what exciting guests we have on our show today. Great evening, family. This is Andre Ebron, the founder and the host of the Drawing Board Podcast, where we talk about family, relationships, ministry, community, and career. I promise you, uh, like every single podcast we have, to provide you quality information with quality people. And tonight is no different. I have one of my fellow deans here uh, from Detroit Public Schools Community District, but he's done some awesome things within the city of Detroit, and he's continuing to transform the lives of young men across the nation, specific coming from Detroit, but they're headed out all over the world impacting lives. I'd like to welcome to the show my brother Tucson, Antoine Knight. Welcome to the show, man. Yes, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Oh, absolutely, man. So tonight, man, I, I'm hearing all, I've seen the rap on the van. Yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing all of the, the publicity that, uh, the work that you're doing regarding empowering yeah. black and brown young men yes. and uh, just the work that you're doing that I'm aware of inside of DPS. But man, caught up. Yes. Your youth mentoring organization, your nonprofit within the city of Detroit. Yeah. Hey, man, you're making national, international yeah. news, brother. <laughs> yeah, it's been a blessing. Like, I was just thinking to myself, like, lately, like, wow, how this has completely blown up within, like, three years. I never imagined it to be so, like, big and getting all the attention that it's, you know, uh, getting these days. So it's a blessing for sure. Yes, sir. So talk to me, man. Like, take me to that moment where you yeah. get inspired and you start drafting mission and vision statements, yeah. where that desire, where that conviction comes from yeah. on why you felt the need to now insert yourself into the lives of these young men within the city. No, for sure. I think that um it started for me uh growing up. Like I got kicked out of 13 different schools. A lot of people don't know that. Okay. Yeah, so I got kicked out of 13 different schools, and I was like this frustrated um, angry young man growing up, and then I went to Oakwood University, which is in Alabama. Right, and I remember like for the first time I saw people that looked just like me that took their education serious. You know, that was uh, that cared about each other, and it was just like it kind of blew my mind. You know, and at Oakwood they kind of instilled in you like you enter to learn, but you depart to serve. So your whole life should be based off service. And so when I left, I always thought about like how can I give back to a city um, that I felt like you know, needed it the most. And so a lot of my friends were like, hey, because I'm very good at, like, networking, connecting with people. So I could have went to anywhere. I could have went to D.C. Right. You know, I have a few job offers out there, and then I, I could have stayed where I was. But I always was like, I wanted to go back to Detroit. Without a job, you know, I came back to Detroit. And it was just amazing to see, like, how many people, like, my, like that needed help, especially our young people. And so I felt the need to start a program, and I started uh, caught up. And it's been a blessing ever since. So, man, listen. So, from troubled youth yeah. to uh, having political aspirations, yes, you know, yeah. and then now serving your community mm -hmm. uh, as a strong mentor in the life of these young men. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I see so many pictures of you. Yeah. And I haven't been out there, man, but I just imagine these young yeah. men might be giving you buckets on the court. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I, I would have to ask them, but, you know. <laughs> But uh, I just I've been able to yeah. in the last two years, man, just mm -hmm. from what you post online, yeah, just man, watch seriously. the progress from 
you know, getting transportation for the young men, yeah. Uh, yeah. watching the progress with you now having a brick and mortar place where yeah. they can come. Like, man, man it's yeah. big. Yeah, yeah. So first off, let me just uh, get buckets piece, you know. OK. So, OK. Yeah. <laughs> getting buckets. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, I recently I haven't played a lot of basketball when I need to get back at it. But um <laughs> <laughs> They'll always tell you that I cheat. Okay. Yeah, so first I pick my own team. Right. And then uh, when I pick my own team, I kind of control the clock. So, you know, I might get a little cheating in every now and then. I tell them, you know, life isn't fair. So uh, <laughs> most of the time I'm on the court, I win. Right. Uh, but if, but just to think about the transformation, like, and what I saw, I remember I was looking at a picture the other day. It was like of our New Year's party at um, we always like this New Year's event to keep kids off the street on New Year's, keep them from like, you know, everybody think that you have to do something dumb for like an event like that. Like, so you got to drink, you got to get high. And so like our goal has been like for the last four years is to make sure that kids do not go out. So it's crazy. You know, before this year, I had it at my house and it was like, I was looking at a picture. I was like, it's amazing how this program has grown. Like I can't even fit them in my house anymore. And they, like absolutely love coming and inviting each other. And that's one of the things I always tell people about our program is that we don't even do much advertisement, you know. Right. Most young men that come into our program, they are invited by others. They don't like, you know, it's not that um I'm out there recruiting kids, you know, and which uh, it's so many kids out there, but they are recruited by their friends like, hey, this is a great program. You should come to it. And that is a blessing in itself because, you know, people, their peers, they listen to each other. And seeing how the program has grown, I'm telling you, like, there's a story behind, behind each and everything. It's a story behind the, the center that we have now. You know, it's, it's truly a blessing. I would love to go into it. So. Yeah, absolutely. So let's yeah. talk about it. Uh, one thing that I, and one thing that I wanted to get to yeah. regarding, uh, caught up that I, I see is for me, the demarcating difference. Yeah. It is the conviction of the leader. Yeah. Right. So yeah, so when I true. when I look at you, the the integrity that you walk in yeah. and really the honesty and the transparency. Yeah. I haven't been to any other sessions, yeah. but just from looking, I said, oh, no, he's real with these boys. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I wow. said, yeah. And so because when I look at and I, you yeah. know, when you've been doing it for exactly. a while, you, know. you can look at the picture and be like, ah, he made the kids smile. You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. Right. You know, or exactly. when you yeah. can see that it's genuine and from yeah. the heart. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Like that's why I was like interested, man. Talk mm-hmm. to me. So tell me the stories behind yeah. like the the center. Exactly. Well, I think like just just what you're saying. Like one thing I tell people, you know, it's about being consistent. Honestly, a lot of people are like, man, I don't know if I can mentor. I don't come from where they come from. You know, I'm like, no, it's just really about being consistent in their lives, and th- and that's what, like that's what you see. Like they know me. And they know that I care about them and that not only do I care about them, that I'm going to hold them accountable and that we have expectations for them, you know. And that's a huge thing. Like, it's it's amazing, like, because they want to be held accountable. A lot of, you know, young men are not being held accountable these days. They want to be held accountable. They want somebody checking on them. I remember I went up to the school to check on, like, four or five kids and um, for the report card, and other kids come to me like, hey, can you check on mine too? Can you check and see? I'm like, wow, that's crazy, you know? Right. So it, it, it's truly a blessing. And, and what I like to share is that, like, the way Caught Up started was even, like, it was just, like, seeing – we got up with some kids. I was working at the mayor's office at the time, and I noticed that I was meeting so many people, and I'm like, it's so many kids that should be connected to these individuals. So I went back to a place where I worked was at a juvenile center. Okay. And I remember – that when I worked at the juvenile center, one of the main problems was that when people got out, when these kids got out, that they were 
getting into so much more trouble. Like you will see them on uh, 11 o'clock news as the main story. They either went back to prison. It was just something crazy. And I was like, so I went to the owner and I was like, hey, I want to start a program. And what do you think about this program? And it's about transitioning them back into the community. So that last eight weeks we go in and we help them um, transition back to the community. So we teach them life skills. We teach them how to get a job. Uh, we teach them how to dress, just different things like that. And it was like, let me tell you, I saw it was a kid that was interning with me. He's at Harvard Medical School now. But, Excellent. Yeah, I met him. Excellent. Yeah, I met him with Wait, the man. On, he was man. my this, intern. This deserves a little. Yeah, I know, right? right yeah. I wanted because I met him. He was an intern. I was just like, I saw like how he was so dedicated. And when I tell you that like, he helped us write the program, he helped us in the meetings and things like that. It was just wonderful. And then he got all his friends from U of M to kind of help uh, build up the program. So without them. I wouldn't even be able to have like the program I have now. You know, all the things that you see written, that was written like years ago by these kids. It's just like, wow, man, it was a blessing. And so all of them went to U of M. One of them went to, he got a job at the Chicago Federal Reserve, you know, and they donate major amount of money to the program because of so much, like how much they love it. So having those like young man from U of M helping us build up the program was a wonderful story. And I, I really want to, you know, one day I really hope to, like, show them how much they meant to the program because it was such a blessing to have them, you know. Um, so that's, like, one story I could tell Right. You Listen, so here's the thing. What I'm sitting here thinking, and I always have a challenge for my guest on the show, right? Oh, yeah, right? for sure. So, uh, and this may be something, man, you know, years down the line or something that you all may do, is I would love to see, like, the caught-up story yeah. on, like, you know, uh, the big screen, right? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, what I love about what you share, which I didn't know, yeah. is that a lot of the substance of the program mm. was generated by the youth or exactly. the young men yeah. that you would end up serving. Yeah, and exactly. so they know exactly what they need. Mm-hmm. They know exactly what they're looking for. And then we found someone who was able to articulate exactly. it in a way that it could minister to those who you would yeah. serve. Yeah, so sure. here, here's my shout out. I always throw out nuggets from yeah. what what we've what we've learned so far from yeah, the story. Sure. Is that like. Even though you see somebody who may come from a troubled past, like their transformation is one decision away. Exactly. And all they need is the right environment. You mm-hmm. went to Oakwood yeah. and you went in to learn. Exactly. But you what? You departed serving. And exactly. then yeah. because you wanted to start a program, you saw a need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for like, sure. Like literally a need. Like, okay, you know what? I'm seeing that they begin to recidivate or they mm-hmm. go or mm-hmm. they escalate in the crimes that they commit mm-hmm. when they leave because they don't have the skills to transition properly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And so then you built a transitional program mm-hmm. centered around the youth that you would serve. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, man, that's good. So now all of those people who are thinking about starting programs, listen very carefully. As an adult, you can get a whole board together and because you are successful and you your oratorical skills your writing skills are awesome you can come up with a five-year program and it won't get off the ground because it doesn't have student voice or it doesn't have the youth voice incorporated so yeah man i challenge you now and i can't wait till it happens man the caught up story yeah you know yeah i think it'd be great right and then we gotta figure out who's gonna play you exactly right right? (laughs) (laughs) because i we gotta we gotta take it from you know how they'll go from flash sorry flash scenes where you will uh, be in school, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then you're coming in and out of these schools. Exactly. And then all of a sudden they transition to, like, you know, how they show, like, the younger ones at yeah. different stages that you may have gotten, uh, you know, had to exit the schools. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, then, and then all of a sudden they flash to your first day at Oakwood, yeah. right? Yeah, And then, like, that Which little was... transition. 
And then have you graduating? Like, I would love to see, like, in my mind, I'm envisioning, like, you have these offers Mm -hmm. to, you know, these political aspirations. D.C. is a huge hub for that. Mm -hmm. You know, other places you had access. But because of your conviction to the city of Detroit, and I keep using conviction for a reason. Because you can't do this work in the magnitude that you're doing it if it's not in here. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Especially, like, you know, with what we experience, you know, because a lot of people— they see the like all the great things that happen, some of the stories, but you know behind the scenes it is rough dealing with some of the situations that they come from. You know, I remember sitting in court with a kid, you know, that I tried to save so many different times, and he ended up getting thirty years in prison. Like, so you, I remember sitting through the entire court case, and I was like, wow, man, like I know this kid has so much potential. I wanted to take him down to Oakwood, you know, but it's just like, wow, he's gone. And then. I always tell people, you know, the story that, like, really affects me the most, even to this day, like, getting a call that one of my kids that got killed at Oakwood, you know? So, like, you know, taking a group of 20 kids down to Oakwood, realizing that some of them, like, still wasn't as focused as they needed to be. Um, But this kid, you know, he was just awesome. Like, he was a wonderful kid. He was a wonderful speaker. I could see him, like, you know, I saw him, like, coming back and doing the same thing I was doing because he had that type of conviction and passion. And, like, you know, one morning you get up and your phone is blowing up in a— Detective from uh, Huntsville Police is calling you, telling you, like, he had got killed. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, you know, it really shocked me. Like, man, like, is this, like, is it worth it? You know, like, because it really took a lot out of me just to experience that. Because a lot of these kids, they're like family to me. You know, right. it's just not like, uh, you know, like I see them, but it's like I'm a consistent part of their lives. And so it's kind of hard to kind of go through that. And I tell people, you know, it's not easy. It's not easy. You know, I love the celebrations that we have, but a lot of times, you know, it's a lot of heartbreak trying to save these kids, you know, because they go through so much, you know, on a consistent basis. Absolutely. So I see you have several programs, man. Yeah. And like with Project Reentry, we talked about that. Now, Saturday Night Live. What yeah. is what is Saturday yeah, Night Live? Yeah, I love Live? Saturday Night Live. Saturday right. Night Live is one of my favorite programs because, okay. um, like, like I tell people, like we keep it simple. It's basketball, it's food, and it's life skills. So we get them together for an hour. We talk to them about whatever they might be on their mind, a topic we might come up with, and then, you know, we'll let them share. I love, like, having the most important piece I like is that when you, when they can share it themselves, you know, and they can, you know, be honest. And I love when they talk more than me because I hate to do all the talking. So, like, yesterday we talked about um, MLK, and it was like they did most of the talk, which is wonderful, you know. Right. And so, but it's a simple program. So we, we do food. After that, after we do our talking, we go upstairs, we get food, and then they play basketball. And, you know, that's what they love. That's what they care about. And so it's, it's a blessing. I love Saturday Night Live. And we have about 30 kids that come out each day. And we started that program because, again, it's about keeping kids off the streets. So it's like a lot of parties happen on Saturdays, you know. A lot of kids want to go out. They find different things to do. So why not make sure that we have them? And we have them late. You know, those programs go to about 11 o'clock. Sometimes they'll get home to about 12 o'clock at night, you know. So it's it's, a, it's designed that way to keep them from getting in trouble. Right. And you're yeah. a young man yourself. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah. you, you, to to dedicate your so Saturday time, night. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Man, right. it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. So, but, so, yeah. so that's interesting. What were some yeah. of the takeaways that they shared about MLK that you remember? Well, so, you know, the, the craziest thing is that we got into it. They got into the debate about MLK and Malcolm X. Okay. And so a lot of them, uh, which was kind of surprising to me, they did not like Malcolm X approach. And okay. they thought it was like, oh, MLK was better because um, 
He did the nonviolent approach, and Malcolm X the same approach. He got him killed. So it's kind of like I was like, whoa, 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 you know. <laughs> right, right. I wanted to kind of set the record straight. Well, no, you know. The media has kind of like designed Malcolm X to be this crazy person, you know, and I kind of share them like they both um, love their people and want to see their people uh, progress. And so we're going to talk about Malcolm X a lot more because I feel like they kind of have a different opinion of him that I think is like kind of skewed. So I want to really help them with that piece. But also, but, but like, you know, their takeaways about Martin Luther King was that, you know, they understood. We talked about how uh, strategic he was and, and we talked about how that applied to their lives. I was like, you know. You think he wanted somebody just to hit on him or you wanted his people to get beat? was like, but there was a mindset behind that, a bigger mindset. And a lot of them started sitting out their lives. I'm like, you know, when you get into it with somebody at your school, you know, that might be a person that don't have anything to lose, you know. So they'll get into they'll fight you. They'll do this. But you need to be able to have that mindset that you know something's greater for your life. So it, it was a good conversation. A lot of them uh, loved it and, and, you know, and took a, a lot. You know, kids say he was inspired by it. So it was a blessing. Man, I think that's awesome that you point out that about Dr. King. Yeah. Uh, because I think so very often we get inspired by his story. Yeah. We get motivated. Mm-hmm. But to break down that they were able to see how strategic he was exactly. and how immobilizing exactly. and getting things done. Yeah. Because, you know, you know, of course, across really the nation, there yeah. were so many celebrations, right? Yeah, yeah. So everybody still got the goosebumps and the feelings and, exactly. you know, listen to the messages they, that yeah. they don't listen to except for during exactly. this time. Yep. But they don't think about the strategy that he used mm-hmm. to mobilize, you know, groups of people. Yeah. And they were talking about, uh, did you see the post about, like, uh, Dr. King's approval rating? Yeah, you know? I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Right. A lot of and stuff so, come out. I'm yeah. like, that's random. Okay. Right. But so, you, get, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So is that he, he was mm-hmm. willing to work. They think that it was like this huge group. Like just galvanized yeah. behind when there it was no, no it much. was a faithful yeah. few mm-hmm. that when you know you paint the picture or you show up at the marches or what have you but as far as those who were you know I I would draw the comparison that yeah. were coming and staying with children till uh yeah. you know on Saturdays exactly. until eleven midnight yeah. that was few yeah. and far between right exactly yeah I, I think that's good so man talk to me about Project Empower yeah so Project Empower it started in the schools and now we have it at the center because. We have the center now, but it started at Southeastern. Um, we moved to Mumford, and most of our kids now come from Denby. Okay. Um, and so basically it's, it's a simple program as well. Uh, kids come for tutoring. They, they can do their schoolwork. And then afterwards, like, so we'll help them with whatever. So a lot of kids in um, Detroit public schools, they use iReady. So for our middle school kids, I love that because you can track their assignments. They can't like <laughs> – Oh, I have no homework. I'm like, all right, good. Let's just pull out iReady then, you know. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of our middle school kids come through that as well, um, and they do iReady. The high school kids, they apply for scholarships. They do their schoolwork. And so we just do that for a few hours, and then at the end they can play basketball. We give them food. So it's kind of like some of a similar type program. It's that we more help them with their academic piece uh, with Project Empower. Okay. And then – Oh, you got college tours, youth retreats, man. So exactly, what? So yeah. what, man? What's what's up with the youth retreat? When, yeah. when does it happen? Like, man. How does it? Because this sounds yeah. like this is like the the pinnacle of yeah. yeah. And they all are looking forward to it. Right. Um, so the youth retreat is actually about two and a half hours away. Okay. So it was it was it was like in my mind, in my head, like somebody did a lock in. I'm like, hey, we should do a lock in. And then of course it like my mind just expands and expands. So I'm like, maybe it should be a retreat. Few hours away, so we took them. We take them to this place, a beautiful place called Gold Lake Ministries. And when I tell you, like, it's a state of the art facility. It's a, um, 
It's the the place where they stay, the food. I mean, it's right off the water. You know, it's a beautiful thing. They love it. They love the environment. And so what we do is we do like a three-day retreat where people come and they talk about different um, things. For example, uh, this year we're going to have them talk about interactions with police. So what do you do, you know, when you encounter a police officer and what what are your rights, you know? Um, and then we're going to talk about how to start your own business. A lot of people talk about those type of things, you know. And then just about your purpose. Like, what is your purpose? You're here. You're chosen. You know, you just didn't get here by accident. So what's your purpose? You really have a purpose in your life no matter what everybody else tells you, no matter what everybody else tries to put in front of you, you have a purpose. And so we go up there, man. We chop it up. We have we have our circles. We talk about issues. I remember the first time, you know, um, we had the youth retreat, like a kid just start sharing what he was going through and it helped everybody share any kind of like, I mean, kids are crying. It, it was like a real safe place and a beautiful moment for us because like I've never seen so many kids um, become so vulnerable in front of their peers like that. So it's a blessing. I love the youth retreat and they love going. Um, it costs us a lot of money because right. uh, it's, it's, it's a way and a lot of our kids can't like really afford the price of what it is. So we try to raise most of the money uh, to get our kids there. Yeah. Man, I'm sitting here. It reminds me of that quote uh, by Frederick Douglass that mm-hmm. is, it's easy to raise strong children and yeah. repair broken men. Yeah. And exactly. so like that youth retreat, like that yeah. investment in those young oh, people's yeah. lives, man, that, I think that's awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, well, I think what it, what I love is it's cathartic for them to be around other young men, yeah, their peers, exactly. and to be vulnerable, right? Yeah, so exactly. think about what type of husbands, you know, these mm-hmm. young men will end yeah, up become, exactly. you know, because they realize that it is okay for yeah. them to express themselves, right? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, anger, mass fear, inability to communicate mm-hmm. properly, like your programs, these retreats. Yeah. And, and it's not all... Uh, it's not one of those, you know, let's just sit down and yeah. talk. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's one of the, it's yeah. interactive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's based upon, yeah. and I keep saying this, man, your program is based upon like the students' needs. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I, yeah. Sure. And I haven't been there yeah. for, uh, yeah. But, you gotta come out, man. Yeah. You'll, I gotta, I gotta it. come check it out. <laughs> yeah. Man. Cause I mean, we do a lot of stuff. And I think one of the things like for me, I know it was like me going to school and stuff like that. Yeah. So, there is like it's a certain vetting that takes place on my end. So a lot of people, hey man, I come out to speak. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. You know, I like to vet people because I know how they are. Right. So I don't want them falling asleep. I don't want them like you know, ah, uh, it's not making no sense. So I try to vet people that come out. And you know, like me, I'm very energetic. I have to be like, you know, I have to see images and pictures and stuff. So I figure, you know, I know how they are, and that's they're the same way, you know, and that's why. If you talk to any of the young people, they won't tell you it's boring or it was terrible. It's always something good um, that they get out of programs. And it's exciting to, like, you know, be able to know what they what their needs are and also the right people to kind of address their needs and, and get to them. So it, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, you could lose a lot of credit if you bring yeah, somebody in there, exactly. you know. Yeah, people don't get that. They'd be like, oh, yeah. you brought this guy? Exactly. Like, is, he, is he connected to you? Yeah. Oh, man, I thought you was cool. Exactly. But you, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, man, you you take the kids on a college tour? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, one of the things uh, about, like, uh, the program and that I've noticed um, to have the most impact is, like, taking them out of their environments, you know, and that's, like, from the youth retreat and then, like, letting them see college. And I can't tell you, like, so Oakwood does this thing. It's called College Days where they can stay there for, like, three or four days, and it's a huge thing. They cater to them. And just seeing how much it changes their lives, like, knowing, like, man, I can actually go to college, 
you know, a lot of them don't even see that. Right. They see everybody's pushing them to do the trade school now or the community college. And, like, people are pushing them away from the university experience. I'm like, no, it's something different about going, living on campus, meeting friends, meeting people that's just like you, that want something better for themselves. Like, it did a lot for me. I think it'll do a lot for them. And so that's why we love taking them to different colleges, showing them, you know, the different experiences they can have. And so, and they absolutely love it, you know. I mean, they, I remember when we were leaving Oakwood, they're like, wow, we got to go so fast. And we had been down there like since Wednesday, we leave to like Sunday. Right. They're like, man, we, we already got, I'm like, yeah, we've been down here almost a week. So, but it's a blessing because a lot of them don't see that. And, um, and when they leave, it's like, man, I could go to college. And that, that is our like biggest thing is like making sure that we get our kids to college. And a lot of them, like at first, they're like, I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if I'll have the money, but just showing them like, yeah, there is ways. Now, if you don't want to do you absolutely against college, you know, that's fine. You know, we will have other avenues for you as well, but don't think that it's something that's just out of your grabs. You can really go to college. I did and I have the money, you know, I didn't have the grades, but I went to college. So. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I saw there was a young man going into uh, the 2019 2020 mm-hmm. school year, mm-hmm. and something happened where his money came yeah. a little short. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, you continued to fight and fight. Yeah, got and you. you. And listen, and you got it done, and then you got him down there. You made sure exactly. that he had what yeah. he needed. Yeah, and so like that is what I mean when I say yeah. like conviction. Like man, and, like this is your family. This you exactly. fight for these kids. Yeah. Uh, you know, as if they were your own. Yeah. Like you, you are connected to them. Exactly. And I think, man, I think that's honorable. Yeah. And I think that that's what reciprocity looks like. Yeah. You know yeah. because. Like, I would ask you, man, like, who can you name, like, the people that had, like, a great impact in your life that was able to help you make those pivots you need to make? Yeah, you know, I think about um, a lot of people who had the uh, impact. One of the people is, like, I remember when I was at Oakwood, and, I, like, I wasn't as polished, but I became, like, a student body president. And there was a lady there, and I was, like, when I was a student body president, I mean, I was raising all type of saying, like, I was doing crazy stuff. Like, we were doing walkouts. It was just all type. I was, like, going to be this militant person. Fight administration at all costs. Right. And it was a person, she was like the dean of um, students down there. And, and, you know, she would always talk to me. She would always bring me to her office and go over everything. Like, is this a good decision? And she really helped me make better decisions. And so I remember that person, like, really had an impact. And then people always ask me, like, how do you do this? How do you allow certain things to happen? Like, like there's, like, you know, allowing people in your house and stuff like that. Because I remember when I first got over to my neighborhood, People were shot like, yo, man, you got people in your house. They're going to rob you. They're going to end up doing this. Like, And it was a lady when I was at Oakwood who not only helped me through college, helped me pay for college, but she allowed me in her home, treated me like I was her son. And that's like that changed my entire life. To this day, you know, I still refer to her as mom. Like, you know, she really looked out for me in yeah. ways that like it was like I was like our family. And to this day, like, like Christmas, I spent with her and I brought some of my mentees to spend with her, you know. So it's like. We're still family to this day. And seeing people like that, her and her husband, who took me in and just helped me out in college. I could go over there anytime I wanted to eat. You know, it was a blessing. And, you know, that really changed. And that's where I kind of get the love that I show people now. Like, you know, somebody did it for me. So that's why I can do it for you. Yeah, yeah man, that that's amazing because mm-hmm. I think that's what we need more of, right? Yeah. And it sounds it sounds very um 
simple, but mm-hmm. but it really is like the yeah. the love that you want to see exactly. uh, multiplied in the lives of others begins mm-hmm. with the seed of love that you plant, exactly. right? Yeah. And then that love takes on different forms. So mm-hmm. it takes structure, order, discipline, yeah, for correction, sure. expectations. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, and I think, man, I think that your program is so unique in doing so. Yeah. In fact, man, I see now you guys, uh, another one of your mentees yeah. just got national news because yeah. he was celebrating about yeah. his full ride. Exactly, right? yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, we were... Um, so it was a snow day, Saturday, right? Right. So we're all out and we're shoveling snow. We're going to different houses. They went like, we raised money for the program and also like, it, we'll give them like some little money, you know, for coming out. Right. So we had about six or seven kids with us and we're just shoveling snow. And so he stops and I'm like, I always get mad. Like, hey, you guys need to keep working. Like, one of y'all working, uh, y'all not working enough. And then he stops and he gets on the phone. I'm like, man, quit acting like, you know, something important going on. And he's like, wait, no, I got the scholarship. Yeah, and so like we missed the first reaction. We like falls into the snow when he finds out. Like it's crazy. <laughs> right. So that was like, I got to go live. <laughs> yeah. So so like, hey, tell us what happened. And you know he had been working so hard for this scholarship. And like I remember telling him like, man, like no, man, you ain't got a caddy, man. You ain't got to do that. Like you know you're already gonna get it. He was like, no, nah, I mean, I want to do this. I'm telling you, it's a, it's a great opportunity uh, for me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I hear you. And so the week before, he needed a suit. We was able to get him a suit, his first suit. Like, you know, it was just a blessing just to go on the scholarship interview. Right. And, like, Harley's, like, a hard worker. He's dedicated. And, um, and like, I just know, like, it's going to be great things. I was like, Harley, you're going to be a millionaire, you know. Just right. remember us when you uh, get yeah, big, remember, right? remember caught exactly. up. Exactly. <laughs> and he's, like, he's our biggest advocate. Like, I'll tell you, like, how kids advertise the program. He goes to the schools. He's recruited a lot of kids, 10 to 15 kids himself. Wow. You know, yeah. So find out about that was just wonderful. They got full ride, room and board, you know, because a lot of these people are saying like, oh, we do free tuition and things like that. But it's not really free, you know, like they use your financial aid. They really give you the bare bones when everything else has yeah. been exhausted. This scholarship is like we pay for everything. You get to keep your financial aid. And so it puts them in a, a position uh, to be great and to do well. And so I'm, I'm excited for him. He's very excited about it. You know, um, and then like people, you know, it's so funny. People reach out to me. And I'm like, oh, I don't know who this is. I don't know what the person is. So I wasn't even going to like talk to him. And then we got on Skype and I was, I was like, oh, this must be a major thing. Like, all these people in the background, all the right. headsets and stuff. I'm like, oh, this is big. Oh, uh, yeah. We go on TV. We got like 365 places. We go on TV different times. I'm like, wow. And so today I've been getting calls from all over America, Connecticut, California. I'm like, wow, a lot of people have been calling me today. So yeah. it's crazy, man. Congratulations, yeah, man. Yeah. Congratulations. God is good, man. Yes, so, sir. Yeah. So I continued to hear throughout the interview, man. Mm-hmm. You kept saying that, you know, this was a blessing, that everything yeah. was a blessing, that, you know, what you've been able to do in the mm-hmm. lives of these young men was a blessing. Yeah, uh, the sure. fact that when you were at Oakwood, you know, mm-hmm. that your mom, uh, yeah. you know, or the the lady that you affectionately call mom yeah. that her presence and her husband's presence in your life was a blessing. Yeah. Like talk to me about that, man. Where where yeah. do you get that root of uh, you know, yeah. you saying that it's a blessing and thanking yeah. God? Like talk to me about well, that. Well for sure. I mean I I uh growing up I grew up in Holland Park and my mom wasn't as like she grew up in the church but she wasn't as spiritual, you know, but my grandmother was the one who kind of like always talked to me about God and stuff like that. Right. And uh and so I've always been a spiritual and Oakwood is actually a Christian school. Okay. And so everything I, 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 um, I think about is like giving honor and thanks to God, you know, because I just feel like it's what I pray for, you know, and it's just like, there's a author, um, her name is Ellen White and she says highest, 
um, then your highest imagination, you know, like you can't even imagine what God wants to do in your life. And I'm starting to see that like, wow, like God really wants to like um, make a difference in our lives. And he has so much for us to do. We just have to accept it. And that's what I felt about like the center because it was so funny. It took me like a year and a half to get the van. So when I got up at our banquet, I was like, hey, we need to get a center. We need a place uh, for our kids to go. I was not expecting that to like another two years. A lady called me right after like, hey, I have some things I want to talk to you about. I think you should really uh, look forward to doing it. And I'm like, ah, about to blow her off again. Like, yeah, I'm right. not about to, I, we don't have the money. So we sit down, we talk, and she's like, well, tell me uh, what you want. I'm like, well, if we have a room, it would be great, you know, just a room to go to. And so, well, tell me your wish list. And I was like, well, if you really want to know, we need a kitchen, we need a gym, you know, we need classrooms. Um, and then, so it's like, talking about how God blesses you. She found a place. Not only did she find a place, um, the place, um, that she found was, it had more stuff than we ever expected. It had a, it had a, you know, a, a huge kitchen, yes. you know, a movie theater, a boardroom, you know, all this type of stuff that it had. And then not to only mention it, the people that we're going to rent it from, they gave us half of the rent that we're going to pay for the year. Oh, man. Yeah, so now, that like, is a blessing. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I'm so like, Yo, so man. You, you end up yeah. getting more exactly. than what you asked for. Yeah. And then they sow a seed into your exactly. life to support the vision. Exactly. And wow. then we're going to be expanding there even more, you know, because we're going to begin a computer lab pretty soon. You know, it's just like things is just happening. I'm like, wow, man, this is only God because it – I didn't even imagine this type of stuff this year. I really was expecting it to happen, you know, a few years down the line. So, Oh, man, yeah. listen, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah, you. And, and, man, I heard when well, I saw you post, you just pre- uh, preached your first message, right? Yeah, well, no, yeah. not my first message. But oh. be, and I didn't get to preach it because, so, you know, the, the weather the oh, week yeah, 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 was terrible, too, on Saturday. Okay. So we canceled church. Uh, and I go to church on Saturdays. And so right. then this Saturday it was canceled because of the snow. So okay. actually I'll be doing it this. So you're, you're, you you got a message in waiting. Yeah, okay. exactly. Right. It's holding. <laughs> yes, sir. So, uh, okay. I'm excited about it, you know. Yeah, but it's yeah. coming. Well, that's, Saturday, yeah. That's awesome, you know. man. Hey, continue to yeah. spread the good news. Exactly, yeah, man. And, uh, <laughs> you know, man, I guess the, the truest testament of Christ, man, is yeah. your ability to love others. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. so what I love about the scripture, you know, is that it says when you're talking about being able to identify those who are true disciples, yeah. he said, you'll know my disciples by their love. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, you know, that is what we're yeah. looking for. And so this liberates somebody who might be watching and like you really want to be a follower of Jesus. And you're yeah. just like, you know, man, how do I do this? How do I get my life in such a way that it reflects, you know, that I follow him? It's really this, yeah. your ability to love others, you know, mm-hmm. your ability to position yourself principally so that you can be used as an instrument to love and encourage others. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah, man. So, like, caught up. What, what's come, What's next, man? Tell me what's happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, good question. Um, I don't know. You know, so we're looking. So this year's like, I, I thought about this year and I've been praying about it. Um, I really want to get more grants. I really want to hire staff. Um, because when you have volunteers, it's, it's volunteers. You feel me? So they come. Sometimes they can't. Right. Know? Right. Um. Uh, so the goal is to hire more staff. Um. Our first staff, actually, and then also, um, we want to expand. Like I told you about the computer lab and things like that. Um. And then we want to be able to get really more involved with, like, like you were talking about the college piece. There's so many kids that don't have the money, don't have the funding. And they get discouraged. You know, a lot of our kids, they get discouraged. Like, man, I don't know. I just can't do it. I don't have the money. 
I'm like, no, you need to go to school. We need to make sure you're there. And so we want to be able to raise enough funding to make sure that we can at least help pay some of their bills off uh, and to help make sure that they get down to wherever they want to go. Some kids, some of our kids are in California. Some of our kids are, you know, are in Arkansas. It's just different places. And we want to make sure that they're able to get there and that we're able to support them and their needs. Um, and one of the biggest things is that making sure that they do well in college. That's so it. not just get down there. A lot of people... And that's what I'm not good with. Like, I'm not good for the show. You know, I want to see them actually succeed. So everybody say, hey, it's good. You're getting these, these kids down for college. Well, it'll be good to me when I see them start graduating, you know, start getting job. That's excellent. You said, yeah. so entry, that's good. That's, yeah. you said that's the starting exactly. point, yeah, right? Exactly. You said, see it through, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, that, that's great. So what are some ways that uh, people could get in touch with you? Yeah. Uh, where your social media, your engagement yeah, email? Sure. Yeah. So how do they get in touch with you? Yeah, we, so we're everywhere. Um, we're on Instagram, uh, caught up. So it's caught underscore. Up, so you can find us on Instagram and then Facebook. We have Facebook page. It's caught up as well. You can message us on there. Uh, caught up.org, you know, um, that's our website. Uh, tell you about all the different programs we do, everything that we have going on. I have a bunch of videos and testimonials over the years on the, on the website. So love the website. Um, and then also, um, we are on Twitter. Okay. And I believe Twitter is caught up underscore. Caught underscore up as well. So, yeah, definitely find us on social media. A lot of uh, parents, they like to uh, reach out for their kids. I love giving advice. I love talking. I think I'm going to write a book one day. I'm like, you know, I need to write yeah, a book. That's what, that's what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying. Like, I need, exactly. I, need, I need the book. I need exactly. the movie. Yeah, right? yeah. I need, listen, I need the call-up training manual. Exactly, man. You know? Yeah. I, yeah, We got to do all that. You're yeah, right. Let's do it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. because you you literally, you have the testimonials. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You have your own narrative, your story. Yeah, And exactly. how it fits. And here's, here's what I would dare to say, man, is that uh, the thing that makes you effective is you never see a young man that you don't identify a part of yourself mm-hmm. in. And I think that's what yeah. that's what you connect to. It's like, exactly. hey, I see you in me. Yeah. So I can't give up on you yeah. because I see me yeah. in you. And not only that, man, you know, yeah. recently I've been thinking about it. Yeah. Like deep and praying about this. It's like how God sees us, you know? You know how many times like we do something wrong and like God still accepts us back, or we do something silly again and God still accepts us. And it's like, you know, I'm telling these kids where or like I might be like, man, I can't mess with you no more. You you're not focused. But it's like God think of us, us the same way, you know? Like, oh you're not focused. Like, why are you not doing this? Why are you not doing what you're supposed to do? And so it's like, man, it's really a blessing and like seeing like, you know, this is my spiritual life, you know, like this is serious what they're going through and their issues. And so like it makes me like want to help them even more because I'm like, wow. So they'll get mad like, man, I'm not coming around no more, man. I'm Because, you know, we play no games. Like we are very direct, strict, we right. have expectations. And so a lot of times I'm like, man, I can't do it, you know. But then they come back because they see like their friends are doing well, you know, and they want they want to come back and just be a part. They're like, man, I miss out. And so I'm like, yeah, I understand that. And I have no problem with it. You know, at first I'm like, nah, you can't do it. Once you're out, you're out. But now, like, God convicted me. Like, no, like I accept you back. You need to be accepting Accepting them. the man, brothers. Yeah. So. That's where that grace and mercy yeah, came in, right? Yeah, yeah, man. Because if yeah. we were all judged by the law, it would be exactly. a wrap. It would be, be done. <laughs> we would be, be a wrap. Exactly. And, and I think that, uh, like, so many people live with that fear, right? Yeah, yeah Is that sure. if I do something 
that is not in tour in mm-hmm. line, like, will I be rejected forever? Yeah, right? Exactly. If I like, that's what, um, yeah. when I used to work for another school, one mm-hmm. of the three big things that they worked on was identity, relevance, and belonging. Wow. And so that's yeah. all, that's all kids want to know. Like, okay, they, they're trying to discover who they are, mm-hmm. how they relate to others, you know, exactly. and so most don't have a, a model of healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. And then they want to know, like, do I belong? Exactly. Like, no, do I really belong? Yeah. Like, when you see the worst of me, mm-hmm. like, do I do I still belong? Yeah. Like, that love that you expressed to me when we were on the mountain yeah, or we were sure. doing well and I was knocking things out. When I'm at my worst, yeah. like, do I still belong to you? Yeah, you know? Yeah. And, man, I think that that's awesome. Yeah. Now, I do want to talk about one thing, man. Okay. I don't see my caught up T-shirt. You know, I'm, uh, I'm looking for my shirt. Yeah, you know I got to get you one. I got to get the gear. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. All right. All right. So you hear it on the, the drawing next, board. The next thing's yeah. me. Hey, listen, hey. I need to caught up tea, right? Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, man. A few, uh, we have a few designs out there. Yeah, so. listen, I'm, I'm already looking at it, so yeah. I'm thinking that I want the long urban body tea. Yeah, you know? <laughs> no. I got you. I got yeah, you. so listen, you can go on the yeah. website right now. Yeah. Uh, my strong encouragement, you've heard some of the testimonials, uh, and this is just, we're not even really scratching the surface of all of the work that goes into yeah. investing in these young men's life. So I encourage you, I implore you, I challenge you uh, to be a part of this movement, the caught up movement, and on Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. So Giving Tuesday. Let's talk about it, man. Yeah, exactly. So Giving Tuesday is something actually so uh, happened December 3rd. It's like the biggest giving day of the year. Okay. But you can always give to Caught Up. But like that's our like, it's like, you know, it's like um, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Giving Tuesday. That's the little new thing. It's it's a wonderful thing. And we still have it up there because we definitely still need to meet some goals. And like I said, uh, you can always support us um, even if you want to give on a monthly basis, you know, if you give ten dollars or something like that, because on a like like you said, we do a lot of stuff for kids. We we um, we feed them in every program. Um, we pick them up. We provide them transportation, um, and then so there's a lot of things that we also need funding for. We would definitely love for people to support and give to our program, and then and then also like all the college kids definitely. Hit us up like, hey, you know, I'm a little hungry today, or I need some of some things for yeah. my dorm. Cash you know. at me, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll tell somebody right. if I add up all the cash apps per day, it'd be like two hundred dollars per day. Like, yo, yeah. out of request, I'm like, man, you know. So we had to slow down a little bit on that, but it's just like we, there's always a kid in need, or you know, that needs support, and we want to be there for them. And that's like our program. You know, kids look at us like father figures, you know, almost. So a lot of times they hit us up for things that they're in need for. And uh, we try to support them as much as we can. You know, a- Absolutely. So yeah. there are a couple of groups of people listening. Yeah. And there may be some men that are in the community who are saying, yeah. you yeah. know what, Ebron, uh, Brother Knight, I'm looking for a place where I can yeah. come and give back. Like, exactly. how like how does that process go when somebody comes yeah. and wants to be involved? Yeah. And they're not boring, and they're not just coming yeah, to preach, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. This, this, so let me tell you, uh, the Caught Up Mentoring Program yeah. is not just for you to come and, and be a traveling evangelist, all right? Yeah, so, exactly. So, exactly. yeah, so it's not, it's not for you yeah. to come and get some Instagram pics yeah, or, exactly. or Facebook followers, <laughs> all right? No, this is about yeah. a commitment uh, mm-hmm. to stay consistent in young people's lives. So exactly. for those group of people yeah. listening, how do they how do they get involved? Man? You, it's yeah. pretty simple. We do an application, run a few background checks, of course. Um, but overall, like what we need is, and this is what I tell people, like just being a part of their lives. It doesn't matter where you come from, like what you know. If if they if a kid see you care about them, you know, they'll respect you, they'll open up to you, and they'll, they'll and you'll be able to find a way how you can help them. Uh, with navigate through life, right? Right. And so we need mentors more than ever. Um, just being a part 
like checking on them in school. If they have that, um, you, they'll know they'll be able to do better. Uh, they'll reach for the sky. You'll be surprised just what somebody being in their lives could do. And I'm telling you, I've seen it change. Like one kid, you know, like there, there's a video that talks about it on Facebook, but he went from all F's, you know, last year he had all F's to all A's, you know, he had all mm-hmm. A's the very next report card. It was over the summer, you know, we start working with him, but it was just like, you know, he saw somebody cared about him and then also that we had expectations and he already could do the work. He just wasn't, wasn't going to school. Wasn't doing certain things, so we made sure that those things were in place and went from all F's to all A's. Like, what a blessing, you know? Yeah, so that's that's yeah. got to be part of the book, right? Exactly. Yeah, from all F's to all A's. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, you yeah. listen. We got to get these testimonials on deck. Yeah. Yeah. For uh, sure. Another thing, man, that um, people are listening to, uh, I can hear them now. They're probably saying, you know, Ebron, my son has to, my nephew, yeah. Yeah, uh, my yeah, little cousin, sure. like he has to be part yeah. of the program. How do we get down? So, and what I'll say to that is I have two things. I like, like anybody can be a part of the program. Anybody can come mostly for high school kids, 14 to like 19. We've been expanding to middle school, um, just because catching them early is always good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I tell people all the time, like, make sure like the kid wants to be a part. Cause I've noticed like if they don't want to be a part, it's most likely not their time. You know, sometimes a parent, they'll get a kid, Hey, I want my kid to come out. Um, but the kid does not want to be a part. And that's all I'm saying. Like, most of the kids that are part of our program, they come because of their friends. They come because people have told them about it. And so parents, like, have that conversation with your kids. Make sure that they want to be a part. You can't be like, oh, they're going to be a part just because I said they are. But because some kids, like, will rebel. And then that's not what we want at the program. Like, we're all about positive energy, love, you know, support, respect. And we will... We, we don't turn away anybody. That's the biggest thing. Um, but I tell parents, like, just really think about, like, hey, um, does my child want? And I, you know, it was something crazy. I was looking at a, so I'm working at the school and giving students options and stuff. So one parent told me about a boot camp and she was like, the boot camp will not accept the child unless the child agrees to go, which I'm like, yo, what child's going to agree to go to boot camp, right? And so, like, you know, we, we thought about that. And I thought about it, like, you know, I can see why they said that, because they can do all the things they're going to do, but that child's going to still have to be willing to change. And so, and of course, like some children at first are like, no, I don't want to go. And then eventually they, as you see them another few months later, like, you know what? I think it's the best thing for me. And so I say, always have that conversation with your child. Ask them, like, you know, are you ready? Are you looking to be a part of a brotherhood or organization that's going to show you love and care about you? And, you know, and then we'll love to accept them for sure. Okay, excellent. If you can run down uh, your social media again, because man, listen, this hour has gone fast, brother. So yeah, so we're gonna definitely have to have you back on. And uh, next time, man, I would love to have some of your mentees come on, and so we can hear about their experience. So here, here's what I'm doing. I would allow them, and we'll set up the date if they want to commandeer the Drawing Board Podcast to talk about, you know, whatever they want to talk about, you know. And I would yield. I want to be a part of the conversation, exactly. but yeah. I would yield the floor to just let yeah. them talk. And they always need direction, so you, you definitely yeah. be a no, part I of No, I mean, yeah, so we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah. be around, but, <laughs> yeah. like, just to be able to hear young men dialogue. Exactly. Do you know how many no. people yet uh, have never seen that? Yeah. Have never seen young African-American exactly. men positively dialogue mm-hmm. around some key important issues to yeah, them. So sure. where can they find you at, brother? Yeah, so definitely um, check out uh, caughtup.org. Email is info at caughtup.org. Uh, 
website. I'm not 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 um website, but Facebook is caught up. Just uh, put in a search bar, caught up. You'll be able to find us there. Um, and then Instagram caught underscore up. You'll find us there. Twitter caught underscore up. Same same as that as well. Um, we'll love for you to reach out. We always are um, on social media sharing what we're doing, even on LinkedIn. Um, as well. So definitely look up. And if you want to just request me personally, I, I promise to have some funny, uh, things to say on Facebook. So right, you right. request me on there as well, Tucson Night. So. All right. So listen, I'd like to thank, uh, Tucson for coming out today, man. Yeah, I appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, love the work that you're doing, man, with Caught Up and the work you continue to do for Detroit Public Schools Community yes, District. Sir. If nobody else have told you, man, salute to you. Appreciate the hard work you're putting in. And as I always say as we finish the show, your future is not behind you. It is not before you. It is within you. And I'm Andre Ebron, the founder and the host of the Drawing Board Podcast. God bless you.